Anyone can set goals, but very few can slay them. Join online business coach and certified goal slayer Rosa Barragat as she shares the stories, tools, and strategies you need to level up in your personal life and business as an entrepreneur. This is the Goal Slayer Podcast. Here is your host, Rosa Barragat. Welcome to another episode here at the Ghost Slayer. Today we're going to talk about a hot topic and it is how to become a coach, well successful coach. And that could be a life coach or a business coach. So let's break it down, right? People become life coaches or business coaches like myself because they're driven to help others. But coaching is more than just being a good listener or being an advisor. We're really entrepreneurs. So when you start coaching business, you become a marketer, you become a salesperson, a networker, and a leader. So it might sound intimidating to some, but with the right training, the tools, and experience, you can set yourself up and your coaching business up for success. So today I'm going to share with you eight steps to build your life or business coaching business without the overwhelm. So we're gonna jump right into it, right? Step one, what skills do you need to be a life coach or a business coach? Ask yourself this question. So coaching sounds really exciting and glamorous if you see those pictures on the internet, leaving that life, um, that laptop lifestyle. It sounds exciting. But let me tell you, friends, it's a lot of work, and it takes time to establish yourself and your business. So think about what a coach is, what they really do. So for example, as a life coach, you are helping your clients answer the following things, right? What parts of of your life need growth and development? What are your goals for those parts of your life? And how can you reach those goals? That's the meat of life coaching. As a business coach, you are helping your clients with a bit of those goals, but more in the business aspects of it, right? You're helping your clients set clear goals for their business. You're helping them focus on their business, how to overcome procrastination, if any, on their business, how to gain tools and strategies that are going to help them overcome challenges and grow their business. So coaching or life coaching is not therapists. They're not therapists. So a lot of people tend to ask me that when I was doing empowerment coaching before I became a business coach, I used to get this question asked all the time. What is the difference between a coach or an empowerment coach or a spiritual coach and a therapist and I'm gonna tell you real quick life coaches are not therapists traditional therapists work with patients emotions and treat mental health which is very important life coaches empowerment coaches spiritual coaches help clients ask important questions and plan for the future so good life coaches are good listeners 
but there's a lot more to coaching than just listening to people's problems so right in coaching we're more than just advisors we're really trying to help the client come to a conclusion and really dig deep and find the answers within because believe it or not you and I and everyone around us, we all have the answers that we need for our lives and for our business within ourselves. But sometimes we need an extra support from a coach, either a life coach or a business coach, to help us get those answers out. To help us by debriefing, by reflecting on different questions, asking us questions, and us coming up with those answers. So becoming a coach, whether it's a life coach or a business coach, requires different skills. And I'm going to mention just a few of them, just for the sake of time, right? You will require entrepreneurship skills, active listening skills, budgeting skills, creativity, leadership skills, and all of the skills. I don't want you to get hung up and be like, well, I don't have those skills. These are all, all skills that could be learned. You can either learn them through education, trainings, or through another coach. So ask yourself, do I have those skills? But most importantly, are you willing to spend the time, the energy, and the money that you might need to invest to learn the skills that you don't have? Or to invest time, energy, and money to learn more skills that are going to make you more profitable. Because if you answer yes to those questions, then you are ready to start your journey to becoming a coach, whether it's a life coach or a business coach. Step number two, find your coaching niche. So coaching is an umbrella term. So think of it as an umbrella, just like insurance has an umbrella. When you think of insurance, health insurance, there's a thousand insurance names under that umbrella. The same thing with coaching, right? So think of coaching as an umbrella and there's a thousand terms slash niche under that coaching umbrella. So to find your place as a coach, you need to choose a niche and a specific area of focus that you want to focus on. And that niche is going to help you determine two big things. Number one, what is the issue that you're going to be helping your coaching clients with? And number two, what's going to be your area of expertise? So when you go to the doctor, right? This is a great example. When you go to the doctor for something's wrong with your shoulder. Let's say you dislocated your shoulder, so you need to see an orthopedic doctor. Are you going to be okay going to your primary care doctor or a general doctor that has no clue? Oh, they might have an idea, but that's not their specialty. That's not their specialty to focus on the bone. So are you going to be okay or satisfied or believe that you're going to get the results that you need by going to a regular doctor versus going to a doctor that's been years or has a specialty or experience dealing with the issue that you're having? So that is why we want to niche down. Sometimes we want to help a lot of people, but niching down also helps you know who you're speaking to when it's time for you to create your content in social media. So niching down is key in order to attract the right clients to your business. 
Number three, get certified as a coach or don't? That's a great question that comes up a lot. So honestly, there is no set in stone requirement for you to pass a test or earn a specific degree to become a coach, to become a business coach or virtual assistant, to become a life coach. But earning a coaching credential or attending, let's say, a virtual virtual assistant boot camp actually gives you credibility, right? Especially when you're just starting out and you don't have a ton of client testimonial or you don't have any client testimonials and you're starting from scratch. When you are accredited by, let's say, International Coaching Federation or someone that is well known in the coaching community or trust a coach that has a following, it gives potential customer more trust about your business and your services than if you didn't. So committing to high ethical professional industry standards by attending one of his courses or trainings gives your potential clients the impression that you're trusted and that you know what you're doing, that you have some experience and that you have the tools needed or the tools that they are looking for in order to solve the problem that they have. So again, it's not a requirement, but you're gonna find that, that yes, word of mouth and hands-on learning can scale your business without a certification. But if you choose not to get proper training, whether it's with another coach or with a certification, make sure that you have other ways to show that you are a credible person to your potential clients. Other ways that you can show that you are a credible person to your potential clients by not taking one of the big trainings that cost thousands of dollars is by attending master classes, education, right? Professional development, depending on your niche, um, taking marketing classes, taking, um, let's say, the virtual assistant bootcamp, taking a um, business um, slash, let's say, administrative classes, practicing classes, how to market your virtual or coaching business, um, mindset work with clients, if you have work experience as a therapist, if you have work experience as a social worker, as a marketer, as an entrepreneur, you know, what makes you qualify to advise in your niche? Basically, it's what you're trying to come up with. To have that experience, um, to make you credible to your potential clients, to say, you know, this is what makes me qualify. This is why you should listen to me. Do you have testimonials or references from friends, from family, coworkers who you have coached or you had advice or you have professionally helped with or work otherwise? Those things will help you be more credible to your potential clients. Number four, set up your coaching business, right? So a caveat, let's say I am not a lawyer. <laughs> I am not a lawyer. But before you make any legal business decisions, make sure you consult a lawyer or a financial advisor. So in this next step, right? Before you set up your coaching business, this question comes up a lot in my VA bootcamp about business legality when you're setting up your VA coaching business or your VA um, business from home. 
So when you're starting your new coaching practice on your own, whether it's a life coaching or virtual assistant coaching or business coaching or any kind of business, you probably want to choose between one, sole proprietorship, which means it's unincorporated business with one owner, which means it's you, or the other option is limited liability company, which you have seen this often, that is abbreviated LLC, which is really a registered business with limited liability for all members. And really the difference is between those two is that the first one and the LLC, without getting too crazy about it, the, the liability one, the LLC, the business itself is responsible for the business debts and liability. So if you intermingle with your personal funds, with LLC funds, it can result in the loss of your limited liability protection. If somebody was to sue you in your business, your limited liability license will cover that. In the other one, you are personally responsible for all the debts and liabilities of the business. So if your business runs into a financial trouble, you're on the hook. That's the difference. So I highly suggest, I really suggest to all my students um, that go to my VA bootcamp to file their business when they're ready, when they are really making money already, to file their business as an LLC. That's what I highly suggest. But again, I am not a lawyer. Consult with your lawyer or your financial advisor and do a little bit of more um, research about this stuff. Number five, plan your life coaching services and prices. And that's, again, life coaching or business coaching. So there are three main ways that coaching services are charged, right? So people can charge per session, usually hourly, per month, or packages. So charging clients per custom packages is a great option when you're first starting out because you know you have a bulk amount of money coming into you. When you know upfront how many months clients sign up for, you can actually predict your income and manage your expenses even better. You also get to attract more committed clients, right? Because they're paying in bulk. So you're like, okay, you're committed, you're serious about this, so it's a go. So coaches usually charge an hourly rate. I would say anywhere from, it all depends what level or what stage in your coaching business you're at, but it will be anywhere from $25 to $1,000. Yes, it's a big range, but it all depends on, again, your qualifications, your experience, your niche, and what do you have to offer to your clients? And I know to figure out the right price charge can be tricky, right? But consider this, right? Your niche, amount of experience, target market, your income goals, and your budget. And again, your credentials, because that's huge. And number six, build your online presence. And I can't stress this enough. Build your online presence, right? In coaching, your it's like your digital business. You need a digital presence, whether it's Facebook, um, Instagram, pick one to two social media platforms that you want to build your online presence and invest time in it. The two biggest pieces to focus on here are your website and social media. That's how you're gonna build your online presence. 
So if having two social media sites is too much for you and you're not going to be consistent, just pick one. Your website and one social media. If you can do two social media um, sites, like I have Instagram and Facebook. Those are my two focus ones on my website. But if two social media sites are too much for you and you can't be consistent, just focus on one. Must-haves for your coaching website. And this is going to be real quick. The basics, you know, contact information. How can clients contact you? How can they reach you? Testimonials are huge. Show your work. Show social proof. Because that is really powerful. What have you done? Who have you helped? What, what is the results that people that you have helped have achieved? Also, a short bio about yourself. People shouldn't have to click multiple things to try to find out who you are and what you do. So what you do, who you are, who you help, testimonials, and how to contact you are huge for your website to start with. And number seven, you might not be able to do this at the beginning when you're first starting, but one of your goals should be to automate, 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 and scale your email marketing and sales. So most coaches are solopreneurs. They're just starting out. They don't have a, a big budget to hire out virtual assistant or hire out a whole team, which means that time is your most precious resource, right? So there aren't enough hours in the day. So email marketing and sales tasks can take up a lot of time. So automate them and focus your energy on helping people and growing your coaching practice. So automate, I use MailChimp. I absolutely love MailChimp. And there's plenty of training on MailChimp and on YouTube that are free. If your budget doesn't allow you to pay a coach right now or a class or a masterclass to learn very details on one-on-one. But MailChimp, um, Aweber is another one. Find the email marketing software or platform that you want to use. And start learning about it because it's really really gonna help you and last but not least number eight find ways to upgrade your skills right you can help others improve without improving yourself so coaching values personal growth and professional development so continue to seek out learning opportunities master classes sometimes they're free ones sometimes they're small investments to stay on top of your game and I'm going to give you some examples of these masterclasses, right? It could be attending a masterclass related to the niche that you decided on. Attending speaking engagement, whether it's in person or a webinar. Reading the latest books related to your niche. Subscribing to um, Facebook pages um, related to your niche or groups. Following people on social media that you admire or following people that provide value that you find that they provide value to the topic of your niche, that you find that you can learn from them or that you admire whatever it is that they do. Finding a mentor, have you heard of like a business bestie? Find your business bestie in social media, asking for feedback from potential clients or from your business bestie. So remember, continue on investing in yourself and your skill. You invest in your business 
And that is your biggest accomplishment, investing in yourself and investing in your business. So as you pick up more skills and as you get results for more clients, you're going to be able to grow your business faster, either by charging more or by reaching more people. So I'm going to leave you with this. What you need to know about coaching career path is that if you have a passion for helping people and you're willing to put in the work, you can start your coaching business today. And if you still have questions, you can always reach out to me. I am on Instagram, Rosa underscore Berrigan. And I'm going to leave it here in the description under the podcast. You can connect with me on Instagram. You can email me. You can reach out. And I'll be more than happy to connect with you. Till next time, take care of yourself and keep playing all of your goals.